Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. And here's the queen herself, registered dietitian Heather Klug. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. Hello, Heather. All right. We are live from Bethany's dining room again. Which is perfect because today we're talking about snacking. Social distancing from snacking, actually. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, with all of us home right now and having to practice social distancing and staying that six feet away from everybody, even our immediate family, Mm -hmm. um, certainly has its pluses, right? Yes. But having such ready access to food might not be one of them for everybody right right now. Yeah, so we're going to talk about kind of uh, some tips to control the snacking. Okay. I'm, I'm down to do that. So... How about you? How are you feeling about how you're eating at home? Um, So for me, I feel like my eating habits haven't really changed a whole lot. Um, Still eating kind of my regular three meals a day, and I have my one mid-afternoon snack. But I do have to say that I am kind of snacking a little more (gasps) in the evening. Oh, no. I know. Um, this used to be a really big habit of mine that I kind of developed in college because okay. I would eat while I was studying. And I did it after college for a while, too. And then it was making me gain weight. So I really had to learn how to stop doing that. Okay. Um, and I worked on different strategies that I can kind of share with you guys in a little bit. So I've really had to kind of um, go back to those kind of things so I don't oh. go down that path again of oh, needing to snack okay. every night. What about you, Bethany? Has well, anything changed for you? Uh, not I, I feel kind of bad saying this. Not really because I'm not much of a snacker. Mm, that's I, good, though. For whatever reason, I don't eat between meals a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, like at work, we have a, a drawer that has Lifesavers Wintergreen mints in it, and I will eat those all day long. But at home, I don't have that. And so I don't even really think about it. I think, you know, during the week, I have my regular breakfast like I would if I were going into the office. Um, during the week, my husband and I, we make a regular dinner. We don't really um, order takeout or anything. That's kind of our weekend treat right now. Um, the one area where I'm a little bit different is when I'm at work, I actually eat a bigger lunch than I okay. do when I'm at home. And I think I have that you know, kind of fear that I'm going to get hungry later in the day when I'm at work mm-hmm. and I'm not around food. Okay. And I think maybe I'm when I'm home, I figure if I get hungry, I can just have a snack. And nine times out of 10, I don't even need that snack. Okay. So I'll have a little bit less food while I'm, while I've been working at home um, on my lunch, but that's pretty much the only difference. Okay. All right. So well, that's but it's, good. It's interesting to hear that you're not a perfect eater, Heather. Yeah, I know. I mean, even though I'm a dietitian, <laughs> I still have areas I need to work I on as well. I think that's good for people to know, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, okay, so since you've admitted that you've been having a little problem in the snacking area, what about the other people out there who might find that they need to start putting some space between them and the pantry. <laughs> you know, what strategies yeah. can they use right now? Since, you know, we're most of us are stuck at home 24-7, Right. What do we do when we're we're trapped with the food? Right. So um, probably one of the biggest strategies I use is I do uh, like a little check-in with myself. If I find myself opening up the pantry or the refrigerator door mm-hmm. and it's not a normal eating time for me, I'm, I have to 
kind of stop and think, hmm, is something else going on right now? Or am I really kind of hungry, right? Right. And usually I find it's usually some kind of emotion. I'm usually stressed or I'm feeling overwhelmed. Sometimes it is just boredom. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but lately I I think it has been kind of stress. I don't feel like overly stressed, but I think it's just kind of simmering there in the background at times. And um, once it's finally quiet at night and everybody's gone to bed, that's Mm -hmm. kind of when I start to feel it a little bit more. But anyway, so I kind of give myself a little bit of a time limit after I've done that check-in. And I'll say, you know what? I have food here. I'm just going to go and do something for 20, 30 minutes. Distraction usually works really well for me. Okay. And then if I'm honestly hungry after that amount of time, I can always come back and get food, right? Sure. Most of the time I find I didn't really need it in the first place. It was really just kind of a craving I was having. So how do you tell the difference between like a craving and, okay, I'm actually hungry? Yeah, this can be a a struggle for a lot of people Mm -hmm. um, because you can't even really always go by your stomach growling. Sometimes your food is just... (laughs) That would be all day. (laughs) Sometimes your stomach or your small intestine is just processing things, Mm -hmm. right? Um, A craving really is something that comes on instantly like Mm -hmm. it'll come from out of nowhere right and all of a sudden you're hungry you may have seen something like it was a visual cue Mm -hmm. or you may smell something and it gets you know your salivary glands going right sometimes it's even just thinking about food can kind of get you know you know certain stomach juices flowing and make you feel kind of hungry right yeah it's usually cravings are something they're um, very food specific okay so it's usually something that you really really want like I want chocolate I want cookies <laughs> I want ice cream I want potato chips I want cake <laughs> or potato chips yeah. so it's the opposite for true hunger so like true hunger builds a lot more slowly Okay. okay. If you eat a, a pretty well-balanced meal, right, you've mm-hmm. got some, you know, healthy carbs with fiber, a little bit of protein, maybe some healthy fat in there, mm-hmm. you'll find that'll probably keep you pretty full for about three to four hours, somewhere in that window. And then ghrelin starts to kind of ramp up a little bit, but it okay. builds up slowly. And then by four hours, it's pretty high. Or right. I mean by five hours, excuse me. It's pretty high and then you need to eat. So when the what I'm feeling like when I get home from work, so I ate my lunch at noon. Now it's five o'clock and I'm hungry. Oh yeah, That's you should be. You, that is legit hunger. Okay. You should be hungry by that amount of time. Okay. So would eating regularly? I mean, we're home. You'd think that we would be eating regular meals. I'm. Would that help? Absolutely. I mean, that might not be happening because things have been turned upside down, right? right? People are dealing with all different situations they weren't dealing with before, and maybe they've gotten off schedule a little bit. But absolutely, if you haven't been eating regular meals, doing that is going to be really helpful to help keep your cravings in check a little bit more rather than grazing just kind of all throughout the day. Right. And I'm assuming, because it matters a lot in every other aspect, we need certain foods. We're not supposed to be eating all of the stuff that's full of sugar and <laughs> carbs and all of that. You want nutrient dense, right? Absolutely. So making sure you're getting enough foods with nutrients in them, going back to the veggies and the fruits and the, you know, the beans and you know, whole grains and maybe healthy not so proteins. many beans if you're all trapped. Well, not together. too many beans, but <laughs> you know, make sure you're eating enough healthy foods with nutrients in them mm-hmm. because that's really what your body wants and craves. It needs that to function at its best. So even if you're getting enough calories and it's from these ultra processed foods that have very little 
nutritional value to them. Um, one, your body's going to break them down faster and you're going to be hungrier more often. But two, you don't get the nutrients. And yeah. then your body gives you that signal that it still needs food because it's not getting the right. nutrients, if that makes sense. Yeah. So what about are some other strategies that people can use um, to stop kind of eating mindlessly, like for the people who are just grabbing stuff because it's there? Right. So I'm guessing if you already have a lot of these tempting foods in your house, mm-hmm. uh, one another big tip is just to make sure that they're not always in sight, you know, so ah, don't keep... Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, so don't keep the tempting stuff out on the counters where you're going to pass by it, you know, right. 10 or more times a day. You may have done well the first 10 times and the 11th time you're like you know I what I can't resist you anymore right I'm just gonna eat it so I found that works pretty well for me I sometimes even have to put things further back in the pantry right mine's a little bit deeper so I can okay. do that I even put things down in my basement sometimes yeah. so I don't see it all the time I've done that where I you know I buy something because it's there in the store and then I put it away in the pantry and then all of a sudden a few weeks later, I'm yeah. like, oh boy, I forgot <laughs> I had that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another big tip is like if you um, have things around, you could pre-portion them out. So if your portions have gotten out of control a little bit, yeah. um, you know, put those things in like smaller containers or little, you know, baggies, right? And then you can just grab one of those. Sometimes we just need a stop in there. Like, oh, I got to the end of the bag. Yeah. I'm done with my snack. I found that that works for <laughs> me really Mm -hmm. well when I do snack especially with things like crackers yes you know the ones where you're like oh the serving size says 13 that can't be right right yep (laughs) yep so that's a good tip for a lot of people so you know me Mm -hmm. I'm gonna ask you the big question can I have my comfort foods because I mean we have been restricted so much with all of this (laughs) social distancing you know like a lot of the other things I would do for fun I can't really do so can I have my comfort foods, Heather? Of course you can. Okay, good. But within reason, right? Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> food is supposed to be a source of pleasure, right? Yeah. Um, we just don't want it to be our only source of pleasure. So try to put some limits on those kind of things as okay. best you can. I yes. will try. <laughs> what about the people who aren't eating so much um, because they're having a craving or because they're hungry? It's more, I need to keep my hands busy. Oh, yeah. Those people. So... Um, um, what I find helps these people is to, the pre-portioning helps out too, okay. right? But what really helps is to pick something called busy snacks. Oh. So, yeah. So these are foods that are maybe kind of crunchy that take a little while to eat. Okay. So an example might be, maybe you have some celery. No, I won't eat celery. Okay. Bethany doesn't like celery, everybody. But for those of you that do like celery, celery with like a little bit of peanut butter in there or a little hummus is good. I'll do apples instead. Okay. Apple slices with peanut butter is good. Uh, What else? Like hummus or if you make a homemade like dip or a bean dip and you can eat that with some raw veggies. Popcorn is usually good as long as you don't put too much butter and salt on it, right? What about a swap? Like swap, is there something I can swap? Oh, yeah. So, or you can do just healthier swaps. Okay. Swaps, right? So if you're craving like, say, something really sweet, 
trying mm. to think of something like maybe you're craving a cinnamon roll right oh, now maybe, i am thanks <laughs> maybe you get your cinnamon in another way right so maybe you put the cinnamon on your oatmeal in okay. the morning or you stick that in yogurt or something like that so okay. yeah so think of healthier things or if you really like chocolate take some you know chocolate syrup and drizzle that over some berries or something oh mm-hmm. or put a that. little whipped cream on the berries right it's like oh, yeah just like a nice little indulgent you don't need a ton of it but you feel like you're getting a little bit of a treat exactly i've done that with applesauce in the past where i make fresh applesauce and you just put a little dollop of whipped cream it's it's like a pie right without without the crust yeah so and now i've also heard too that a lot of times when we think we're hungry we're actually thirsty is there truth to that there's a lot of truth to that sometimes we confuse um hunger with actually being thirsty we're actually thirsty and we're a little dehydrated. So <laughs> we're all thirsty. We, folks. Yes. So first step would be just if you think you're hungry, especially if it's like mid afternoon or mid morning, try drinking a little bit of water first okay. and then wait that fifteen minutes and you may find you were just a little dehydrated. Oh, well that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. I could do that. Yeah. So anything else as far as Keeping yourself occupied in a way that can de-stress you that doesn't have to do with food. Right. So um, outside of like food and nutrition, you know, a good thing to always go back to is deep breathing. This is good to do anytime, not just when you're feeling kind of stressed or having these (laughs) cravings, even just taking a minute or two and doing some good deep breathing that involves the diaphragm, right? And if you don't know how to do that, lots of stuff online that you can find look up belly breathing you'll you'll find lots of tutorials on that um certainly getting in enough exercise is really helpful too we've talked about that and you know in past podcasts you know and how that helps in managing stress as well right and getting enough sleep too oh yes we just we did a podcast on that too so if you'd like more information on that please listen to the 411 on sleep (laughs) um but you know sleep if we're not getting enough of it each night it can interfere with hormones that regulate our appetite so Uh, so it's pitting ourselves against ourselves it is yeah you're gonna ghrelin is gonna be too high and it's gonna make you feel hungry and it's not a hunger for healthy nutrient-dense foods it's never is it's that quick source of energy (laughs) it's the cookies it's soda right something along those lines so summing it all up, we want to make sure we're eating regular meals mm-hmm. um, and our snacks are kind of spread out. Right. Um, we want to choose the nutrient-dense foods and not the ultra-processed foods and make sure we're aware that we're not thirsty or hungry. Uh-huh. It's a craving and yeah. we can deal with those things. Um, portion out snacks, enjoy our favorite foods in small amounts, um, keep tempting foods out of sight. Stay hydrated, move, sleep, which kind of two weird things to be one right after the other. (laughs) Don't move too close to your bedtime (laughs) that way. All of that. Yep, you got it. All right. So those are hopefully some helpful tips for all of you out there if you find you need some social distancing (laughs) um, from your kitchen right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So great. I hope these tips help everybody out there. And thanks for listening. And as always, be the ruler of your own heart. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Queen of Hearts podcast. 
Our podcast is recorded here at the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center inside Aurora St. Luke's Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For more heart-healthy tips, info, recipes, and more, visit our website at www.karenyantcenter.org, like us on Facebook at Karen Yance Center, and follow us on Pinterest. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our show and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, ladies, be ruler of your own heart.